Welcome to Console Cowboys. I'm your host, Casey. Uh, today we're going to be talking about innovative games and, ga- and innovation in games. We're going to get to that in a little bit. I'm joined here today with uh, Carlos. Yeah, I'm right here. Brandon. Okay. Eric. Hello. And Rick. I'm your host, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> you are not the host. That Shit. is not how that works. Oh, there yeah. can only be one. I can't just say and it. That, the host is actually me th- today. Why is, why is, <laughs> no, wait, I, I've wait. already said that I'm, I'm the host. I started. I, yes, I was the yes, host. Yes. No. No, I called no. I called. I did the notes. I called dibs. I'm the wait, host. So Brandon's host? No. No. Okay. no. Carlos, no. Carlos, quickly, no. quickly, what have you been playing this week? I've been playing a little more uh, Xenoblade. It's Xenoblade? been interesting. Yeah, that's the one on the Wii? Uh, yeah. I don't think I'm going to get much further in it because next week I have uh, uh, Bravely Default coming okay. th- for 3DS. And I also have the... Which I'm looking forward to that because it's going to be like classic Final Fantasy style gameplay. Yeah, I actually, I actually have that in my notes for releases uh, that came out this week. And also... Uh, like I also have a uh, Final Fantasy, the new one, uh, Final Fantasy thirteen three. I want to say, yeah, thirteen. Wouldn't that be sixteen? Yeah, it's just sixteen, man. It's not sixteen. No, it's not sixteen. No, it's Thanks. the continuation of Lightning yeah. story. Oh, okay, and so I'm gonna finish up that story eventually. Um, that's not that one's not as high a priority though as Bravely Default though. So okay, all right, uh, Brandon, what have you been playing this week? Eric, what have you been playing this week? <laughs> well, Casey, I've been playing um, some Payday 2 with you, and we were having a lot of fun doing it. Yeah. And um, I also was playing a little bit of Dark Souls earlier because, well, it's Dark Souls, and it's badass. Yep. Understand. I died a lot. Rick, what have you been playing this week? Madden 12. Madden 12? Are, oh. are you liking it? Well, that's that's. Uh, I only played a couple games. That's all I really did this week. Oh, Is that okay. on your Super but, Nintendo? Um, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I did play it. It's fun, dude. Well, I love I love football and I love Madden yeah. games. So, do you have Madden twenty five? Yeah, but it's not as good. Wait, there's a twenty five. What? It's the twenty. It's oh, like the that's right. Yeah, what are they gonna years. do when it's twenty twenty five? Yeah, you're be, they can't have another Madden twenty five. People get it'll be so it'll be Madden apostrophe twenty five. Oh, okay. There you yeah, go. now it's just Madden twenty five. Yeah, now yeah, now it's just Madden twenty five. So no apostrophe. Or maybe we'll just call it Madden fifty. <laughs> I, I just get, get confusing. <laughs> count on my hands. No, that's here. not your Madden <laughs> doesn't work. Twenty fifty. It doesn't call work. Madden fifty anyway. <laughs> Two thousand fifty is Madden one hundred. Uh, okay. <laughs> That works. Okay. All right, Brandon, you're done eating your cookie. Yeah, I'm done eating that cookie. That was delicious, by the way. Um, I have, I, I just started playing Loadout. It's a free to play game. Okay. On Steam. Tell me it about is, it. What? Tell me about it. It's really fun. Is it really fun? It's really because I was looking at it yesterday. It looked badass. I mean, it's free to. It's it's free. Why not try it? I'm it's, going to. You should. Start I will. downloading it like right now. I should. Um, it's it's really fun. It's is it cool. It's just a ton of customization. Um. I'm typically a story person, mm-hmm. or if nothing else, I like the mechanics of multiplayer uh, until I start dying a lot, and then I'm done with it. Yeah. Uh, but loadout makes you forget about it because your guy like falls apart as you're getting shot. Like the way that it shows that you that, ha- that you have low health is you just start missing body parts. Oh dear! Like there's like holes blown through people, and like <laughs> it starts to like show skeleton. And it looked yeah. really cool. What is it's this really game? Cool. Loadout. loadout. It's like, a it's a free to play game on Steam. Oh, all right. It's definitely worth downloading. It's really fun. So, I, what is it? A uh, third-person shooter, first-person shooter? Third-person. All right. Yeah, it's like an arena kind With of a, or Unreal style shooter. So, like where you're yeah. like playing zombies or something, or no? You're just 
falling apart and you're just brushing it off. You look a little bit like a dramatization of Rambo, uh, but you can really customize your character, so that's you don't all look at all alike. They, but. they say it's like playing a Looney Tunes shooter game. Like, it's just ultra-violent like, Looney Tunes. Yeah. 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 It's very cartoony, but it sucks you in immediately, and there's a lot of really fun game types. Cool. I mean, nothing... It's nothing groundbreaking, I wouldn't say, but just the amount of customization, like you can build your guns in like a ton of really cool ways. It's worth at least playing. You should stream some. I intend to. I haven't Good. set up my Twitch account yet, but I'm going to. You got to get on that so we can throw yeah. it on the website. I downloaded Payday. I haven't. I haven't touched it yet. Okay. Well, have it. Right, Payday Two, right? Payday Two. Yeah. Excuse yeah. me. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Well, speaking of Payday Two, mm. that's what I've been playing. Nice. Ridiculous. <laughs> I've been seeing you on there a lot. Yeah. Well, I've been streaming a lot too. I haven't. Well, I guess I haven't streamed much this week. But last weekend, I streamed like 20 hours or something of Payday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, some of you guys were listening to our podcast and stuff, so just a shout out, thank you, because you know you need to listen to all of our stuff. Thanks nice. to that guy in yeah. Germany, right? That was giving us great advice. There's a guy in Germany that listens to podcasts. Yeah, he's yeah. a fan, dude. And dude, <laughs> we nice. are now international. All right, besides Matt in Japan. <laughs> yeah, look out, Hasselhoff. We're coming yeah. for you. Uh, but yeah, no. So I've been streaming a lot, and that has been an, an experience in and of itself. Like streaming a game is very different than actually p- just playing the game. Uh, just because it's hard to keep track of the chat, like what's going on in the chat and what's going on in the game, and like trying to juggling it. Be- well, because they're they're on like a five to ten second delay from what you're saying, and so like they'll comment on something and then you'll say something, and there's just like this disjointed conversation <laughs> going on. It's pretty entertaining, but it sounds like something you'd have to have two monitors for. Yeah, pretty much because I mean you have to have the chat up. Yeah. Um, or I guess I mean you could run the chat. You like you be you could have the chat on like a tablet or your laptop. I'd probably have it on my laptop. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, I, that's really all I've been doing this week is streaming payday. Uh, we do have some news. There's some actually. There's there's some there. Well, there's some news. Some big news. Uh, Amazon uh, is buying game developer Double Helix. Uh, they developed the new Killer Instinct game. Apparently, uh, this this uh, like they're just acquiring game developers now, uh, and it lends credence or it lends credence to the uh, rumor that Amazon is working on its own Android based console. Yeah, which I don't know how I feel. I'm against having too many consoles out there. Yeah, I I mean clutters it. Yeah, I I did anybody buy like the Wii U or the the Wii? Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's it. What? No. No. the Wii? The what? Android console. Well, it looks like a dreidel. I don't. I don't understand why you would want to buy a console that just plays cell phone games. I don't understand it. Yeah, and that's they already probably, make those. Right? Yeah, it's called yeah, a cell it's phone. A cell phone. <laughs> right. That's why people didn't buy it. It was kind of Strange. a dumb idea when I when I. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't a huge fan, but uh, I guess if anybody can break into the into the game, it it might be Amazon because they're big enough and they have enough money to throw behind it. Didn't they? They bought that company that made the uh, new Killer Instinct game, right? That is what I just said. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I wasn't paying attention. I was, I was adding myself on Rick's Steam account. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, uh, speaking of Steam, there's a new Steam beta, uh, Steam Music. Uh, basically, it lets Steam control like your music library and integrate it with your games. Whoa, let me get it. 
right? I don't know. It could be really interesting. Um, well, Steam does well with stuff. Yes, yeah. and so, it's not iTunes. Well, I use Zune, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. But yeah. I could be use, I could be listening to the Marwin soundtrack in every game. You could, Carlos. <laughs> How awesome would that be? Just the best, dude. That's yeah. Let's. No, there's I'm a lot. There's a that. lot of stuff going. Like possibilities with it. It. Well, yeah, Steam does stuff well, so I'm, I'm hopeful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, as of we're recording this Thursday night, it comes out tomorrow, or well, the show comes out tomorrow tonight at uh, ten or I think it's eleven central, uh, or no nine central. Uh, the Dice Awards start streaming. That's a thing that happens. Oh. I don't even know what that is. I don't either. The gaming award, like well, just since, some gaming award. Since this airs tomorrow, let's talk about it like we've seen it already. Well, I, I I'm gonna, I'm oh. gonna say that we're, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna touch on the winners uh, next week. Okay. But I, I want to hear your prediction for Game of the Year 2013, voted by the Dice Awards. Just Rick, go. Let's, uh, let's see how right we can be. Uh, fuck, man! I don't even uh, pay day two. But it, uh, that, that's the only I wish. One. Sure. No, I, I, I wish, too. That came out in 2013. Well, I don't know about all that many... Ga- well, maybe Grand Theft Auto. GTA 5? Yeah, GTA 5. Something like that, I would guess, Eric, actually. I'm going to say, just based on how well it's done, commercially reviewed, The Last of Us will probably be a big winner there. That was that's my what guess. I'm gonna guess. Yeah, oh, Last guess. of Us is going to be huge, probably. Carlos? Well, Last of Us would probably win a lot. Uh, Grand Theft Auto also is probably going to win. I, I actually, personally though, I don't want it to win because I didn't think it was that great myself. I didn't either. Uh, I loved all the other ones. The gate. Uh, it's just like it. huge. Yeah. I know. Like, that's the problem. It sold why, so many copies. That's why. Well, it's over a billion, isn't it? Yeah. Well, right. Jesus. But it was. It was. It was heralded for its for its campaign being awesome. Yeah. But like the the afterplay experience was kind of lauded. So I I don't know. I, I I still think it's it's definitely gonna be a good runner. Yeah, I, I would pick. No, it I I think of, I really think it's gonna be a toss up between Last of Us and Grand Theft Auto. What? No I, faith for yeah. Saints Row Four guys or Infinite? No, uh, in Infinite might have a chance, but I think it came out too early in the year. Oh, it might have a. It does play a factor. It might win something for story though. Yeah, I mean, it, it might win something, but I don't think it's gonna get Game of the Year. No. And no. so, like, I mean, we, we could spend all night talking about, like, the different things, but next week we'll actually have the winners, and then we can discuss them then. Sure, sure. It's just fun to do a thing. All right, and a new segment that I'm adding this week uh, is releases that came out this this past week. Uh, number one, at the top of my list, anyway, Wolf Among Us Episode 2 came out. Oh, that came and out. And so that we're just going to end this here, and I'm going to go play that now. <laughs> By the way, Wolf um, Among Us. they're a humble bundle right now, I yeah. believe. Uh, so uh, no, that up. Are, are they, are they the hundred? No. Is that Double Fine? Double Fine, no, no, Double Fine didn't no. do that one. No, I, Double Fine is the weekly, though, the weekly Humble Bundle. Yeah. They have, like, Psychonauts and stuff like that. Uh, also, if you don't have Civ Five, that's on the that's, that's on the Humble Bundle yeah. right now for, like, six bucks. And if you pay 15 you get uh, the newest expansion as well, which is a deal, because it's, it's 30 Yeah. Um, also, uh, the Lego movie, the video game, comes out, uh, (laughs) it came out this week as well. It's confusing. I I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I really enjoy the Lego games. They're always always filled with awesome humor, and they're just fun to play. I know the movie is one I want to see. I'm so excited. Does that come out this weekend? It does. Ooh, we might have to go see that. I'm going to wait till it's available. I I don't know. I think I might wait for it to be available for streaming, so I don't have to be embarrassed going to a kid's movie. Yeah, but if we all go... 
But then, it might, it just be, a bunch of grown-up dudes. <laughs> it'll be fine. That might be worse. You know actually. what's not going to be there? Vaginas our age. Who cares? You're going to be watching the movie anyway. Right? Do you go to the movies to impress women? He does. Don't you? No. I'm married. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I go to the movies to see movies. You're married. You're done getting I go vagina. for food. <laughs> that is the worst place to go for food. You would. And Carlos the mentioned White it Castle already. Burgers. And Car- uh, I'm going to try to keep us on topic this week because that's going to be fun. Go for it. Uh, <laughs> try it. Yeah. Uh, Carlos mentioned already, uh, Bravely Default uh, came out this week as well. Uh, it's a spiritual successor to Final Fantasy, The Four Heroes of Light. Um, and it's already been released like in Japan for like a year or something. Yeah. Uh, and it's finally getting its North American release. Carlos, why don't you just tell us a little bit about, about what that game's supposed to be? Just go into a little bit more well, depth. Well, a lot of it has, uh, it's like gameplay similar to the Final Fantasy, you know, the turn-based, the random encounters. But what they did was they added a, a lot of options for uh, making it so, like, oh, I'm going to turn down, like, the random encounter rate or something like that, or uh, I'm going to... And, like, the battles are different because you can, like, uh, like you have your turns, but you can also say, oh, all right, I'm going to store my turn for later. And, like, then you skip your turn, and, like, the next turn, oh, you can, like, take two or two turns at the same time, or you can uh, take two turns right away in the battle. And then, uh, like, the next turn, like, you, you skip it automatically because uh, you spent your turn already. Okay. So it's an interesting gameplay mechanic, yeah. uh... Just a, just a slight a slight twist on the JRPG formula. I haven't played it yet. Uh, I've heard that uh, the first half is supposed to be amazing, like the second half uh, slogs down a little bit. Okay. But I'll find out when I start playing it, which is going to yep. eat up part of my week next week. <laughs> uh, and then on the PS4, uh, the new free PlayStation Plus game uh, dropped on February 5th. Uh, it is Outlast this month. Outlast, which is the survival horror game, I believe, that we bought and we haven't played <laughs> Is it on PlayStation 3 or PlayStation 4? PlayStation 4. Oh, really? Yeah. I'll go download that right now. (laughs) Play that on PlayStation 4. Right? Scare the bejesus out of (laughs) you. All right. Uh, And then I guess that brings us to our topic. Oh, uh, Oh. the free-to-play game for Xbox, or the the free-to-download game for Xbox Live, Games with Gold. Do you know what that is? Uh, Yeah, Dead Island. Oh, is it? Yeah. The first one? uh, Yeah, the first one. Yeah. They wouldn't give away the second one. That's too new. Too new. I didn't think it did well enough for a second one, to be honest. Yeah, the second one was like, uh, isn't the it, it's one like, like Riptide or something like? Yeah, yeah Riptide is the name. Yeah. So, I didn't hear how it did, but I, 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 it had an amazing trailer at E3, and then it, so it had all this hype and didn't live up. to Actually, it. it's one of those games Riptide I did? on. Uh, no, no. Uh, oh, the, the first Island. one. Yeah, the one with the girl falling. Yeah, like the whole thing's backwards. Yeah, yeah. That was a little heartbreaking, <laughs> but it was so good. Yeah, it just was really so weird. good. The second like di- that is how you advertise a game, right? <laughs> Dead Island is one of those games that the second one I actually picked up on Steam, and I just never got around to playing it. I have I have both of them because I think I got them in a humble bundle yeah. or something, and so I have both of them, and I just haven't played them. Are you having issues with the, the dog? Dog's knocking over. <laughs> it's like keeps moving. Oh, damn, Doug! All right. Uh, so yeah, uh, topic for this week is innovative games or innovation in the gaming industry. And I guess first to discuss this, we need to define what innovation actually is. Innovation is defined as featuring new methods, um, or more advanced and original than the previous iteration. So just something new and different, essentially. Um, there's... There's just a few types of innovation in, ga- in gaming, uh, like the big one being different gameplay methods. Yeah. Um, innovations in story, doing something that nobody's ever done before. Um, 
giving us a new way to actually like enjoy the game like motion controls or stuff like that or yep. the oculus rift can you guys think of any other just like broad stroke topics uh things that accomplish a lot more with the technology than you would expect okay yeah all right um and then i guess let's just talk about some games that we found in- innovative a few examples to get us started off uh the first legend of zelda game yeah it completely changed the industry um goldeneye is another one for n64 Yes. Birth of the of the multiplayer first person shooter, um, the first Final Fantasy is another one. Yeah. Uh, Halo is a big one. Mm. Yeah, Carlos. Uh, Star Fox for the Super Nintendo. Ooh, that's a good one. That was they, it, they did so much with the Super Nintendo technology that it was like impressive. It was very impressive, like a, a ship game on the Super Nintendo. That, that's <laughs> not like a side-to-side scroller game like it's actually like 3d mm-hmm. kind of ridiculous brandon can you think of one uh you took the one that i was gonna oh i'm sorry that's that's okay that's okay um i was yeah i was definitely thinking of goldeneye even if that wasn't a game that grabbed me so hard because i just wasn't good at it but it's it's undeniable the impact it had the whole every every first person shooter that comes after it like really strongly features multiplayer and and all the steps that we've made to to coming up to like games like Halo. Yeah. The the impact that it's had is astronomical. We wouldn't have games like Call of Duty now if yeah. it wasn't for for GoldenEye. Definitely. Eric Thanks, Bond. Uh one that comes to my mind is The Sims. Uh, oh, The Sims there. Yeah, when go. that came out, that was that was a pretty huge huge deal. It it brought in People that usually wouldn't game, like my ex-girlfriend or her grandma. I mean, they played that thing all the time. And just the the, the way that it's presented, you know, controlling little people in their day-to-day life, it doesn't really sound like that much. But when you sit down and play, it's actually can be a, a good time. You know, yeah, it's, definitely. It's interesting. Yeah. Interesting game. Especially when you board them up in a house and just have launch fireworks. <laughs> Until they burn themselves alive. It's just a blast. I was a fan of putting them in the pool and then erasing the ladder out of the pool and <laughs> letting them drown. <laughs> Rick, what about you? Can you think um, of any? Well, I, I can't really think of any more games, but I can definitely think of well, d- a yeah, thing. Doesn't, yeah, go for it. Uh, definitely the Rumble Pack for the yeah, N64. Yeah, I mean... That was going to come back from the suddenly, discussion. Suddenly, we had rumble. And yeah, it's and like, whoa. some sort of haptic feedback, or yeah, and we it, never looked I mean, back. Everything no, has rumble. Every, everything, yeah, because mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a great way to it's it's good to incorporate in every game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you it, can use it for. The like it's the so first useful. games that used the rumble pack were did it so bad. Well, that's mm-hmm. just because they were like, "Oh, rumble! Let's let's just make, make the rumble. controller let's, rumble yeah. for no reason. Let's shake it as so, long as we can. So long as you're but playing that was but single it, player. <laughs> but it was uh, but it was an innovation because it was it, it hadn't happened. Yep, and it's yeah. now oh, yeah. the thing. Yeah, that's a big one. Um, um, there's one okay. game I do want to bring up. That, I, uh, I, I, I want to bring one up first. Uh, well, I, I guess I want to bring up two. They came out roughly uh, clo- or fairly close to each other. Uh, Super Mario 64 yeah. and mm-hmm. Ocarina of Time. Yeah. He, like Those started the 3D video game thing that we have now. Like They did it right. Like, and right they, out the gate. Yeah. It was, I mean, which is really impressive if you think about it. Not really having any 3D stuff to work with yeah. and then just 
being like, okay, here's this now. You are now dropped into the world of Hyrule or the world of the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah. Go. Yeah, they, they didn't have anyone else to learn from. Mm-hmm. And The kickoff for Super Mario 64 just... You come out in a warp pipe, and now you're sitting in front of the castle, and holy crap. I can go anywhere? Wait, I can control what camera angle I'm looking at? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I forgot about how, how much fun that was and how much it blew my mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unwrapping it, like jumping in. Well, uh, this isn't... This is Mario now? Yeah. This is my experience now? That was incredible. All right, Carlos. There's one game I'll bring up that maybe it's not quite as innovative as some of those, but uh, uh, Left 4 Dead... Left 4 Dead is a good one. Like That's that, a very good like the, the like a, two, the uh, lopsided multiplayer. Well, I'm ta- I'm talking about the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like uh, and it was just what they did with like it gave it gave you everything you wanted. This I mean it much. it perfected horde mode or did it invent horde mode? Like no, horde Gears mode war, is Gears of War, but yeah, like there were other zombie games before and zombie source games that had been like uh like mods or released, but yeah. this one it just was so much fun. Gave you this perfect feeling of just. Finding the zombies. Well, and it was the first, really, of the four-player co-op against the computer games, mm-hmm. and like and, pl- and the maps would like like uh, the zombies would not be in the same place every time. Yeah, right? no, so like it made things different, like with the whole uh, director uh, approach yeah. that one with the AI, the way they yeah. use the the music with the the crescendo events. Yeah. You know, like yeah. when a horde would come at you and the music starts playing real loud. Literally called a crescendo yeah. event. Yeah, yeah. That's great. yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, well, and like those, like that. I mean, those games are my favorite genre of game. I will play Left 4 Dead, Left 4 Dead 2, Payday, Payday 2, mm-hmm. over any other game any day of the week. Yeah. That. Just because there's something awesome about working together with, you know, three of your friends trying to overcome the odds, if yeah. you will. <laughs> yeah, that, it really, teamwork was a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, and that reminds me, actually, um, of another game that added the whole mechanic. Like, I guess it added a, a mechanic that was already present in Sims and everything, but... Uh, Minecraft. Oh, there you go. That I mean, that's a huge one. That's well, fairly yeah. recent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and when you when you think about how many games now are are beginning to implement a lot of the the aspects of that, where it's not just um, survival. Yeah. Or it's, it's, it's it's like okay, now you have to collect a ton of stuff, and you can choose to play any, any well, which way. I feel like Minecraft uh, spawned <laughs> two different genres. There's the there's like the builder creative genre, and then there's like the almost like the Daisy Rust type the deal. survival the survival yeah. thing yeah. where you have to gather resources to survive, which feel- is a lot of it's a lot of fun. I mean, there's I, that's the best way to play the game to me. I could really care less about building the Taj Mahal, but give me absolutely nothing and drop me into the center of the world and yep. just let me do my own thing. To me, it's that's tons of fun. Oh, yeah. It's fun to build stuff in spite of the survival. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. Yeah. right. Not, not just jump in in creative mode and start building. Yeah, I did that no, for a little t- while, and that loses its luster oh, yeah. really, really quickly. Quick if you don't have something very specific in mind, but then sometimes you drop into a world with a friend, and and they, yeah, hey, you want to see my world? Just start going. It's like, oh, wow, yeah, your creative mode got pretty incredible. No, I did this in survival. Just drops your fucking Yeah, head. Yeah, yeah I, I've never played in creative with that, I mean, it's fun. Yeah. Uh, does anybody else have any other I, examples? I, do, I guess uh, one would be for probably story innovation would probably be Bioshock, the original. Uh, System Shock? No, no, Bio- no. Bioshock. No. Bioshock. Like, the original Bioshock was, was a crazy game to play. Yeah. You know, I'd, I was, I'd have I to say, to the predecessor if you want to go that route, I, I think Half-Life would be 
the the predominant one before that for the for the story based first person shooter yeah because almost isolationist with a protagonist that does not talk not that not that bio to take anything away from Bioshock because that game is great too Bioshock definitely polished the formula quite a bit Bioshock Um, I didn't play Half Life Bioshock was the one that I played (gasps) and I was like what is this what's this game yeah (laughs) well didn't System Shock precede Half Life. Yes. Oh, yeah. System yeah, Shock. But I mean, and that was like the whole thing where you're locked, uh, it's, kind of isolationist uh, with a like a demented AI. Uh, uh, yeah, you could say that. Uh, it's more of like an action RPG though, because you had actually like stats and points and all that. So yeah, I mean, I there's guess, innovation yeah. in that too. I mean, Bioshock Shock is more of like a, yeah. a spiritual successor to yeah System Shock. Not like even, although they're starting to. It sounds like from what I heard with some. Uh, Better than rumors, but not quite truths about the new uh, trailer for Burial at Sea Part Two. Mm-hmm. Is that there's some some leaning towards where it sounds like System Shock is in the same universe, and there's actually going to be some allusions to it somehow. Oh, I, I don't know how it'll be cool, next, but yeah. I, I like that yeah. stuff where everything weaves together, almost like they planned it from the beginning, but you know it's just not possible. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then one that I'm, I want to say that's going to be kind of controversial at the table, maybe uh, Assassin's Creed. I'm going to throw that one out there. Oh yeah, no, they got parkour, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like now like there's the new Lord of the Rings one coming out, and like the Tomb Raider Cry. borrowed heavy, heavily from it. Mm. Far Cry borrowed some elements from it. No, yeah, I could I could agree with that. There was nothing like Assassin's Creed when it first came out. Yep. You, you weren't playing anything like that. Yeah, that uh, whole free running uh, really worked pretty well in it. Yeah, that it really did. Mounting, yeah. climbing, and all that good stuff, man. Just yeah, no, just games like that. Um, any others before we move on? To the um, next? Oh. one that I don't, I've I've never really played, but it was always interesting to me. Little Big Planet. Uh, okay, yeah, like being that, able to make your own, basically make your own yeah. game. I've seen a lot of people do a lot of cool stuff with it, and that one has, has always interested me. And that was even like pre Minecraft. Mm-hmm. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yep. Uh, yeah, that was one I never played either. Never had. A, I didn't. Never had a uh, PS3. So yeah, I one heard. I heard nothing but good things. Yeah. About it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They make a lot. A lot of neat stuff. Uh, it just gives, I don't want it, just not all kids, but I mean, there's a lot of like 10 year olds out there that will blow your mind with some of the stuff that they mm-hmm. create in that thing. So it's pretty neat. Um, I'm trying to think of one of the games that started the indie game boom. It wasn't, was it Braid? No. Uh, I don't know. I, I can't think of it, but like, there's like, I guess Braid is one of them, Braid, like one yeah. of those indie games that made it big. Mm hmm. Like Braid just ga- games up. like that are, I feel like, are fairly innovative. I there's a lot of innovation in the indie game scene, but there's also just a lot of copying. Yeah, I think in the indie scene, you have to come up with something innovative now, mm-hmm. or it's just a copy of something somebody else. Yeah. Well, Rust just got rid of zombies because they didn't want to be like Daisy, right? right. Yeah, because well, you know, why fight zombies when you can fight dudes with their weenies hanging out? You know. <laughs> Rust actually oh, looks love really loadout. good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. How about uh, Wolfenstein 3D? Oh, there you go. That's a good one. Or Doom. Doom. Yeah. Yeah. Both of them were their pioneering. The yeah. First pioneering the first person shooter. And uh, yeah, we have, you know, we were I'm crediting Goldeneye before about how if we didn't have that, we wouldn't have had like uh, Call of Duty or. But without it. Doom, we wouldn't have Goldeneye. Yeah, exactly. So you can, it can even be traced back further. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, Warcraft. Warcraft and Starcraft, they yeah, the I mean, RTS, the RTS yeah. genre, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, even World of Warcraft, I'm Civ for the turn-based strategy genre, yeah. 
it's it's could, really fun to. We could go on for a long time. <laughs> it just, is. I, I mean, All right, the uh, granddaddies of gaming. So I guess what what do you think makes an innovative game? Like what what is it? Is it what it adds to the like the gaming scene in general? Is it what like if if it takes something that's there and improves upon it? Is that Innovation, or is that just building on what somebody else did? Somebody else's innovation. Boy. Well, I think that it's uh, part of innovation is the fact that I, I, there are two We're things deep here. Uh, Console <laughs> Cowboys this week. Are there two things? It's where uh, they do something completely different that nobody's done before, or they take the, the tools that are at their disposal that people have been using for wh- a while, and they decide to do something different with it. Like some, so. Uh, they take all those pieces that people have had before and like they for example like with Left 4 Dead they're all those things were sitting around they're zombie games and like they were uh, they're shooters they just put a different spin on they put it all together and like they added enough and they mix it up just right to where it actually came out to be original completely mm-hmm. different so okay Brandon um I I want I, I'm trying not to lower the bar for what counts as innovation um, because it's it's easy to say something like, oh, as far as story goes, Bioshock did something innovative. Well, it did add a lot of I mean, story, but was story really innovation when you've got games like oh, well, I, Legend of Zelda? Well, I mean, but I, I, th- I think I think story's innovation. I mean, if you yeah. do oh, something, yeah. if you uh, do something in a story that's never been done the before, way, okay. or is is genuinely surprising and. But is that innovation or is that just yeah? Oh yeah, the way the way they uh, they presented the story in Bioshock was innovative. Finding all those little tapes, uh, the 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 ghosts kind of uh, 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 well not ghosts, but you know like the the rumblings of, of the people that you were out there fighting. I mean, okay. it, it was okay. It I was very that. interesting yeah. way the, they presented it's, the it's, story. It's telling the backstory. The, the way they told the, the story yeah. was yeah. innovative. Okay, right? yeah, I get that. I get that. Then okay, so I guess innovation. <laughs> It doesn't have to be straightforward doing something no one's done before. Because yes. That is getting harder and harder and harder. Well, yes. Well, there's uh, uh, there's not going to be any more original ideas for anything creatively ever. I mean, that's... There's, <laughs> I, ho- I hope you're there's wrong, there's but you... <laughs> well, there's a certain philosoph- philosophical rule that everything, you know, that's been done, it's, uh, everything that you do has been done before. I mean, it's yeah. not... There's not a whole lot else... <laughs> Besides maybe like getting into the virtual reality world, like full on VR, it there's not gonna be anything different. Well that's depressing. <laughs> it's not depressing, um, but that's why you innovate and yeah. you do something else. You, you build know, on you, you what build people on what's have done already before. out there. In some ways I think innovation is choosing not to follow a trope. Maybe sometimes yeah. leaving out breaking something that everyone does. Um, in in its own way, uh, Rust you said was leaving out zombies. Yep. And what it moves to will be probably more interesting. Than well, what, what, what they have currently done, like they patched it today, like it was basically a hot patch that that took out all the zombie models and replaced them with uh, red bears and wolves. Okay. <laughs> I know. Sense. I you don't know argue if that's innovation, but no, yeah. But it's sometimes, just, sometimes you could argue that Daisy already took out their zombies. <laughs> yeah. But in yeah. its own way, I think sometimes innovation is is just avoiding cliches, and in its own way, you're yeah. you're doing something different, even if it's not even if it's something that's been done before. It's just doing something different for the time you're in. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Eric. Um, I I have to say, uh, as far as gaming goes, like new mechanics that you bring out there, um, like Max Payne had the bullet time. 
And I remember playing that along with the story, which was also presented pretty amazingly. The the whole bullet time thing, like jumping around the corner and slowing down time and popping shots and actually watching the fully rendered bullet model, you know, hit these guys. And they would the way they reacted to it, to me, it, it blew me away. And I just played like the first five minutes of the game in this little subway, like the first battle you have i mean yeah. over and over when i was a kid just because it was so much fun oh, it was a blast. it was it was it was badass um as far as innovation goes i mean that's what i look for like i want new mechanics you know i want something different like assassin's creed you know climbing yep. up the tower and finding all kinds of stuff and you get excited about little innovations yeah you know not yeah. I, not that the free running was no little. yeah that no was yeah a no. massive game mechanic but yeah but oh. Just the presenting uh, uh, different ways for me to play games that I've played before, I suppose, is a good way to put it. Rick? Well, what the fuck is the question here? I, I got so involved in what everyone was saying. I what, 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 does, uh, what is an innovative game to you? Like, what, what does that mean to you? If somebody says, define innovative game, what would you? Well, shit, man. I mean, if... Just if the game is like, if you can go get this game that someone told me was an innovative game, and you can't play any other game that's like it, okay, for for whatever reason, ruins I mean, you for other games, right? Well, like, and not just that, but like, if you can go play this game, and it's like, hey, you can play this game, and if you like it, you just got to keep playing that one because you can't find any other games out there right now like it, like the Golden Eye. When that came out, yep. like you couldn't find another game that did anything like Until that. Until Perfect Dark came out, so, yeah. So, oh like, man, the the uh, briefcase uh, yep. machine gun thing. Oh my god! So it was great. like it, it's like that. Like, yeah, if they're doing something that no one else has done or is doing, that's that's impressive to me. Yeah. What about you, Casey? What, um, what do you look for when when I'm looking like when I'm looking at games that are out right now? I I'm looking for something. Not necessarily big changes, but just subtle stuff. Um, like, I don't know if it was actually in a, or if it was innovation or just storytelling. But like in Tomb Raider, you start off like absolutely helpless, but actually helpless in the game. I, I and, was blown by that. And like, usually by the time you reach, you know, the the end of the of like your introductory period in a game, you have all of the things and you're kicking all of the ass in tomb raider it was it was actually a nice gradual build-up where it was believable that you know this girl was going from not really having any combat experience to being able to kill motherfuckers like (laughs) stuff like that i i look for small things looking back i look for things that made a made an impact on the industry as a whole and started their own genre essentially I can see that. That's, I mean, that that's really where, like, I, I guess I have two perspectives on innovation that way. I suppose, uh, in short, we could say that uh, the definition of innovation is not Candy Crush. Yes, not Candy Crush. <laughs> oh, you mean Bitch Bejeweled? <laughs> you mean Yoshi's Cookie? All right, um, and then, I guess, to wrap it up here, uh, just, just kind of a... A, a talking point or a, 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 some food for thought, I guess. Uh, do you think innovation in the gaming industry has stagnated? Are we just uh, getting carbon copies of the same game with a new coat of paint right now? I, I could I could easily talk about that one. It, it's uh, now uh, gaming has gotten so big. It's all a part of a bland corporate mechanism. And what sells is what everybody wants to copy and what they all want to sell. 
and where like a lot of good innovation comes from, in my opinion, now is in the ind- independent games. Uh, I mean, look at how many Call of Duty clones are out there, or you know, mm. all all that stuff because they sold millions and millions of copies. So they're just like, oh well, let's not try to do anything original. Let's just go with what works. And so do you do you think the innovative AAA I, titles coming to an end? Oh, uh, well, I, 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 I the Modern I Warfare, so. uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the first one. That was that was a huge innovation as far as storytelling goes. Just going ahead and killing your main character while you're in control of him. Yeah, but that was six years ago now. Yeah, right, but I yeah. mean, what, what, oh, yeah. what I'm saying is, yeah, maybe maybe at this point we've hit hit a point where we're starting to hit a wall with some companies. Yeah, oh, yeah. but I don't know. I I I feel like. We're not that far removed from Bioshock's first big innovation, and they're they're trying to expand upon it. They're trying, yeah. They're trying to, oh yeah, embiggen it and bolden it. Uh, uh, I, I feel like I wouldn't I wouldn't say that the the big blockbusters, the big AAA ones that 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 the it's stagnated. I would say that just one company has to take the risk first, and then everyone will jump in. You know, like that kind of thing. So we got like, like companies like Ubisoft, copycat. Yeah, or, uh, <laughs> Like I think, I think Valve can probably be a really good one if they would actually stop with all the like the hardware, the hardware, kind of, and, and actually I mean, do games you know, again. You know, I love, I love Valve, I love Steam, but I mean, give give us, give us Half Life Three, three. Yeah, I mean, or Half Life Episode right. Three, <laughs> the Portal the Edition, again. You know, <laughs> yeah, Carlos, what do you think? Uh, do you want me to repeat the question? Uh, yes. All right. <laughs> Uh, do you think that innovation in the gaming gaming industry has stagnated? Are we just uh, getting carbon copies of the same game with well, a new coat of paint? The thing is, like the bigger the companies are, the more stagnant it is. Yeah, like the way like EA, or it's all just a, they're printing money. Yes. Yeah. And mean, meanwhile, we have uh, other things that are uh, other developers that are having games that are like different. Like uh, when Dark Souls came out, that was different. Well, I suppose it was uh, Demon Souls before that. Yep. But I'm just going to say Dark Souls because that was the one that hit the more uh, got more sales. Yeah, mm-hmm. everybody knew. Well, it was it, it was, was like, released it, it took all that like all that super difficult uh, gameplay that was like back in the old the it old, hard, uh, yeah, older games. Yep. Back to the back and like to the t- tossing this 3D game where you're going to die a lot and like it's different. Like not everybody can get into it, and of course it turned out to be a great success for them. Mm-hmm. Like innovation still happening. Like you think the, it's just happening at a slower rate. I mean, the gaming industry itself is really interesting to look at because we've only had about 30 years of actual Real industry. Solid. Yeah, right. It's just so expensive to develop those AAA titles that they're not going to take those risks. Mm-hmm. Like even yeah, Grand Theft oh, yeah. Auto with like, oh, it has like three protagonists that you can switch between. Like it's just, it doesn't change that whole lot, a whole lot just having to switch between three people. Like it changes the story a little bit, but it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's not that huge a jump because it's still a Grand Theft Auto game. You're just gonna be driving around, running over people. It doesn't matter that your main that one of your characters <laughs> is going to therapy for yeah. like his. Uh, <laughs> if he's just if he's on the way to therapy, he ran over a hundred people just yeah. because he was but driving on the sidewalk. With Grand Theft Auto, let's be honest here: we're not really playing it for the story. We're exactly. playing it to go well, yeah, get a hooker, bang her in the car, beat her to death, and take our money back. You know, that's I guess Grand, Grand Theft, Theft Auto, Auto is a, is a good I think thing. We're playing it's, different it's, games. it's it's the same <laughs> it's know. the same game every other year with a new coat of paint on it. Uh, Call of Duty is exactly like that. It's the same game that's purdied up a little bit. New yeah, Battlefield battle, is get, getting after, the same way. After 2, yeah, bat- Battlefield and they did like Bad Company and now it's just it's all the same, you know. Mhm. Just stuff like that. Brandon, what? Would you like to answer the question? Oh, I I I kind of did. Oh, I I suppose uh, yeah, I, you I really did. do feel like 
to a degree, it's it's slowing down a little bit. But I feel like, I don't know. I just have the feeling that some of the best ideas are still coming out. Yeah. So it's it's been a while since we've seen maybe a recent innovation besides some storytelling or small mechanics. But it wasn't that long ago that Gears of War introduced Horde mode. Now that's a pretty big staple mm-hmm. in in most game types where it creates a a multiplayer, but it's it's the it's all of the players against the just co-op horde yeah. multiplayer AI. type, yeah, yeah. Where it's it's just kind of changing the the idea of what multiplayer can be. And Left 4 Dead did that too with the uh, lopsided multiplayer, yep. where it's you know it's it's the infected players versus um, regular versus survivors. like yeah the survivors. Yep. So those ideas they come pretty slowly sometimes, but I feel like it. it, it I, I feel like there's probably going to be a couple big ones okay. in the near future. Yeah, Rick. Um, I'm hopeful that we're kind of in the calm before the storm type of thing. Yeah. You know, they've, they're kind of like... Okay. We, we've kind of, like, it waves. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think companies are going to be like, okay, well, we're, we're at this point. We got stuff going on. But, I mean, there's there's already stuff that I see. That, hey, maybe, in the works. Maybe it'll and- get, get, like... Like uh, maybe someone will hook up with Google Glass and incorporate that somehow or something like yeah. that. Like, I wouldn't be just surprised. Stuff like that. Yeah. Like there's opportunities for big time innovation. Yeah, and I think I think it's gonna happen. But I so I'm I'm hopeful that we're just in that stage. Where yeah. Well, I think calm. I I think uh, in my opinion, like once we get. Uh, commercially, the Oculus Rift and the Omni and stuff like that, where this VR thing, I really, I really feel like this this generation of VR is really going to take off. Oh yeah, it's- there's so much excitement behind it. Uh, they're coming in at a price point where people can actually afford it. Like they're talking about 250 bucks for was, the Oculus Rift. I was surprised at that. Well, that for low. what it does, yeah. yeah. For what it does, I mean that it to me is a which bargain. I mean is genius because yeah. they're also developing games, and so if they can have it at a price point where they can put it in people's homes, yep, yeah, it's, everyone's like it. it they'll have off. it. It'll really take off. Uh, yeah. So stuff like that. I think we're just like what Rick said. We're in the calm before the storm. Every like we've had the same, basically the same hardware for you know five six years. It's like the technology has to catch up to the ideas. That yeah, are, are waiting in the wings, and, and that's and that's where we're getting right now. You I mean, and I, we're and also we're the same wavelength here. Also yeah. nowadays we have Kickstarter, so like we we have those like smaller games that are getting the funding they need mm-hmm. to mm. actually get developed. So yeah, yeah, and those those independent games will ultimately push the industry yeah. if they get big stuff going on. Right. And listeners, we really want to know what uh, you think, so please let us know either in the comments on Facebook and the comments on our website, because we have working comments again now, that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or send us an email or anything, and we just we really want to know what you guys think. We're really curious, because... I mean, Feedback. This, yeah. I mean, this, this is a thing that kind of affects all of us as gamers, so... And yeah. I, I have a question. This is going for the innovation thing for, for you guys and, you know, for anybody listening. Uh, Rick reminded me, incorporating the Google Glass thing, uh, I remember uh, early 90s, maybe 94, 95, there was this game came, that came out, and it was like a murder mystery game, and it actually involved, like, real people would call your house and like scare you they would say you know crazy stuff to you you would get cryptic emails and uh like it was a huge like kind of puzzle game and there was a whole like website devoted to you know trying to figure out who you know who did this murder or whatever and 
Uh, you would get random faxes while you're at work, or somebody would. Does anyone else think that Eric up. was the victim of a? Serial? No, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I never, I never played it, but I, rem, I remember, I remember that seeing this in like PC Gamer magazine. And if anybody can can try to help me remember what this was, uh, it, that would be greatly appreciated because now it's going to bug the crap out of me. I think it might be just a really in-depth Nigerian scam. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, I'm I'm totally serious. You could say what you want. <laughs> the calls come in. Pay me All right. Well. well, if you have the answer to Eric's question, uh, go ahead and send us an email, and we'll we'll we'll, we'll let him know so he can sleep easy at night. <laughs> uh, just a few announcements. Uh, just a reminder: the Department of Offense is live on Saturdays, and the podcast is out on Sunday. This week, uh, Saturday the eighth. We are going on a tour of Bent Bruce Stillery. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have video, audio. It's going to be a blast. Make sure you guys listen to that episode. Um, then Bandwagon is on Mondays. Yeah, it is. Woo. Uh, Brand, just tell us a little bit about Bandwagon. Bandwagon. Uh, bandwagon. Music discussion. Uh, we're, we're coming back uh, from having done Soundwave for, oh, what was it, four or five months, something like that? Yeah, something like that. Like that. Yeah. And we thought, hey, let's keep doing music talking things. And uh, we came up with name ideas and logo ideas. And then we thought, oh, let's just start making words with our mouths and talk about music. And it happened. And Bandwagon is that show. All right. Uh, and then Tabletop Theater on Wednesdays. Uh, this month, we are doing uh, Her Majesty's Secret Monster. That's that a great name. It, it is a great name. Uh, it's a game run by Eric using the Fate system, and let me tell you, it was a lot of fun. We did have fun, yeah. It's a lot of fun. It's because I let you guys win. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to see you all perish. Spoiler alert. And then and then uh, we also have our new show, Breaking Brief. It uh, aired this past week. Uh, that comes out on Thursdays. That is uh, hosted by Spencer, and we are going through every episode of Breaking Bad and talking in-depth about them and making comments about Chad. Helicopters, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, science! All right, uh, if you have any feedback on this episode or any of our other episodes, go ahead and send us an email at feedback at blindinstudios.com or comment on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash blindinterstudios. You can also find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash blindinterstudios and follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And we'll see you guys next week. Hey, man, Bye. Bye.